It's news to us live on Adobe Radio. It is the week of February 28th, 2022. A lot to talk about. The uh, invasion of Ukraine. Well, uh, it happened. Jason, are you are you shocked? Are you surprised? I know that uh, last episode, you didn't think it was going to happen. Well, I didn't think it should happen, right? Like, logically, I don't know what oh. the end result end game was for uh, Putin, but now you're backpedaling and saying you didn't think it should happen. Last time, last week you said uh, you didn't think it would well, happen. I, I didn't think it would happen because I don't see the end result. Like, I don't Marv? know what he's... What? I, I don't think they're going... I don't think they're going to invade. I don't think that they want to invade a country that doesn't want them. <laughs> that was last week. That was logical, though. <laughs> no? I, I don't think they're going... I don't think they're going to invade. I don't think that they want to invade a country that doesn't want them. Well... I stand by that. They invaded... <laughs> Russia invaded a country that does not want them. I don't think that they, it matters if they want them or not. That's really not a factor. But well, it was stupid for them to do it. Well, yeah, it was dumb for a lot of reasons. I agree. But we can get into that and more on its news to us. Plus, we're going to talk about the information warfare behind all of it. That's kind of what we're going to focus in on. Then give you a little uh, recap of some some of the crazy stuff that happens and it is happening right now. And if you're in Ukraine, we are uh, throwing you our support. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day. <laughs> you probably have bigger things to worry about than listen to the show. If you're in the Ukraine, so turn it off and uh, pick up a, uh, something to throw at a tank. I wonder if anybody in the Ukraine is listening right now. You think we got at least one person? Seems doubtful. Maybe. You you never know. Maybe, you know, we probably had a couple people who uh, were following the show, but I'm sure that uh, they're otherwise uh, engaged right now. Yeah, a little bit preoccupied. The whole thing is uh, just sad and scary and depressing and uh, and frightening for a lot of different reasons. I know that when the... uh, when it all started to first break out, I, I got a little, uh, I got a little scared. I don't know about you guys, but I was a little afraid about over where this could potentially go, what its implications are for us here in the United States. We have, what was your first uh, reaction? Oh shit. I hope this doesn't become world war three with nuclear arms. That's, that was my very first reaction. How about you guys? Dumbasses. Dumbasses. Putin's a dumbass. Yeah. Like, what is he going to do? Well, the Ukrainians are putting up quite the resistance, so I don't think he was counting on that. No, absolutely not. Because uh, he's looking you, like Chris, a what fool. Was your fir- what was Chris's first thought? Well, I've been watching it quite closely, and it kind of, like, things really got hot, what, on Thursday, but they, they like, went into, like, the... Uh, contested regions like a day or two before that and uh so i was watching it so close like like i wasn't like wake up one day and like look at my phone like what the fuck like i was kind of watching it inch by inch so Mm -hmm. i I didn't uh have a lot of surprise i think i was mostly like yep 
that's yeah, that's uh, it's what the intelligence said would happen, and and here we are, Vladimir Putin. It's real. The the intelligence was interesting too because the Ukrainian government was saying that uh, the the U.S. was kind of fear mongering by saying that these troops on the border, these Russian troops, were going to engage in a land invasion, and the Ukrainian officials were like, no, 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 it's not going to happen, and that denial, I think. Was, is responsible for a lot of death at this point. People trying to escape the company or the country all at once. It was, uh, and still are trying to escape. Had they been more upfront, I wonder why they they put out that messaging. The Ukrainian government at first, you think it was to avoid panic, or you think Absolutely. they really they really think that? I think they were trying to uh, stop panic from their citizens. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Hard to say. I think it might have been some amount of denial because they have been in kind of a state of Cold War with Russia for the last seven or eight years or whatever. And uh, so they were maybe, maybe, you know, just a little too, I don't know, comfortable, if you will, with the the constant cloud of war always hanging over them, you know, just had kind of sunk into uh, a bit of a a phase where they they just uh, had taken that kind of grant threat for granted and had just learned to live with it a little too easily. All right. Well, uh, let's dive into the dirty deets here. Russia is invading Ukraine as we are live on the air, and Russia did not expect to be losing the information war. The dirty deets. The Dirty Deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. This is interesting. So on Friday, yes. yeah, it is very interesting. On Friday, um, Putin and the uh, propaganda machine that is uh, Ru- Russia state media was saying that President Zelensky of Ukraine had fled Kiev and <clears throat> was abandoning the capital. And then Zelensky went out on Twitter, yeah, and had a video right in front of what it was equivalent of their White House. Yeah, he's like, "Hi guys, I'm right here. Hello, I did not flee the country." Zelensky, by the way, is turning into quite the icon and quite the hero. The the fact that he is staying there, he's not fleeing. I think the Russians were counting on him being more of a coward. Yeah, I mean, uh, Zelensky was offered uh, an exit out of Ukraine to save his life, and right. he decided to stay, and he's not leaving. He said, I don't need your exit plan, United States. No, I'm here. I'm fighting. And I think that is, the, I mean, a big part of war is morale, and that is really boosting the morale of these Ukrainians that are defending their homeland when they see their president not running away like a little biatch. He's there to fight. Well, yeah, it's not just soldiers. You Ukrainian government was giving any U or uh, Ukrainian citizen an AK forty seven to fight. So civilians, they were arming civilians. They're telling men uh, eighteen to sixty to stay and there to fight. Well, not, yeah, it's not just soldiers. You Ukrainian government was giving any U or uh, Ukrainian citizen an AK forty seven to fight. So civilians, they were arming civilians. They're Telling men uh, eighteen to sixty to stay and fight. They're not allowing them to leave the country. They need, yeah, more men to fight. 
and it's just not just men. Women are picking up arms too. It's um, I, it gives me hope, right? You know, like this this country is coming together. It's unified, and they're rebelling of the uh, the empire of Russia. Yeah, amen. Yeah, and this uh, Zelensky guy is quite a interesting character for those who uh, aren't familiar with his history. He's a former stand-up comedian and actor. He uh, starred in a uh, TV show, a comedy drama, I think, in Ukraine called Servant of the People, where he played a history teacher whose rant against corruption in the Ukrainian government went viral, and he was elected president. And due in large part to the popularity of that uh, TV show, he formed a party called Servant of the People, that's his political party, and was actually swept in into the uh, presidency where he now finds himself uh, an unlikely uh, war hero of sorts. This guy's had uh, quite the presidency too. Remember the whole, the reason why Donald Trump was impeached one of the times he was impeached yeah. twice is because he was holding military aid. He threatened to hold military aid unless uh, the Zelensky guy gave Trump dirt on Joe well, Biden's son. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. So you got, yeah, he's had quite Trump the presidency and he's standing up to Putin. And, uh, there's video of, uh, he had a, uh, bit or routine. I'm not sure from which show or whatever, but, uh, where he plays the piano with his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and he is also the winner of uh, his country's equivalent to dancing with the stars. Oh, wow. Well, well thanks for the background yeah. on that. I didn't know some of that. That's yeah. interesting. So, yeah. When it Soldier, comes comedian, pianist, and a dancer. A pe- this pe- guy's a quadruple threat. A pianist, pianist. He's a he's kind of a modern day Renaissance man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. But so this information warfare continues on. This is something that Russia is usually really good at. I mean, we've seen what they've done to America through Facebook and how they've divided our country here through misinformation on social media. But uh, they seem to be losing the information war as far as this conflict goes. Right, Jason? That's right. And, uh, you know, a lot of it uh, has to do with uh, before they invaded, the U.S. and uh, President Biden was declassifying intelligence of Russia you know, with all their disinformation campaign or misinformation campaign and the false flags that they were trying to uh, set up to give them a reason to invade Ukraine. Um, and and Ukraine's kind of taken over that and they are dispelling uh, Russia's, you know, false narratives uh, pretty much as it's occurring. So as soon as something happens, as soon as like a pro-Russian state media outlet says something, you know, a city has fallen. Uh, Ukrainian uh, officials are coming out and saying, "No, that's not true." It's like real time uh, information warfare. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. The last week, like I think this was one thing that Russia thought they owned, right? Like they knew how to do this. They've been doing this since Crimea. They've done it in the U.S., but this time with their full invasion of Ukraine, they are. They're, they're behind the ball like they are I think Ukraine I think everyone can say you the Ukrainian government is winning 
the online disinformation that Russia is trying to throw out there. Yeah, uh, I I would agree that uh, they've been doing a hell of a job combating that. But uh, in Russia, though, it's a different story because, you know, they are uh, entrenched in all the propaganda and the state TV and the information that people get is very limited. And you're I think there's only like one newspaper in Russia that's allowed to say anything that's contrary to the government narrative and nobody really reads it. So they're allowed to get away with it. But other than that, uh, yeah, must, uh, we should say we're, we're late tonight because uh Eddie is having internet troubles, so we might be having technical difficulties like this through the night. Oh, well, uh, we'll see. Yeah, me Looks now. like Eddie Russia. might be alive again. You Russia's back coming in. They're trying yeah. to hack us. Russia's trying to hack us. That's that's what's going on. Uh, but I believe our, our on-air broadcast was not interrupted in any of that. Sorry if, you got, if I cut out in the video for you guys, but uh, yeah, I was just saying how uh, Russia's propaganda machine in Russia is very strong and the the residents uh, the, the people of Russia are not getting the full complete picture of what's going on uh, yeah Russia is um, actively throttling Facebook and they are making it so videos are not loading um, for their citizens so they're trying to keep them in, in the dark as, as best as they can um but, you know, you have to know that the Russian citizens have to know what's happening in some some way, right? Like, they're told everything's going fine, and then they go wait an hour and a half to get money out of the ATM. Like, it's not going fine for them, to my opinion. Like, they, you know, even with the propaganda, they still have to know. Yeah, I mean, there is people are. I mean, there's mass protests happening in Russia now, and people, a lot of people are being arrested because if you protest anything that Russia does, uh, or Putin says, you're you're thrown into jail. So it's a terrible situation. Um, yeah, it's crazy that you yeah. know they're um, Russian celebrities and uh, social influencers. Um, they're starting to speak out, even at the risk of being arrested. Um, they're, they're protesting the invasion as well. Like, I think one thing that uh, Putin may not have uh, thought about when uh, contemplating on invading Ukraine was if they lose, like what would happen domestically for him? Yeah. I mean, that that's, that is, that's scary. It's, it's a scary thought to me because I sort of feel like he, he he knew that he might be backed into a corner at some point, and it almost seems like he doesn't care because he's. People are saying he's he may be having some neurological issues, and he's not thinking clearly. He's reacting with emotion, which is a lot, which is unlike Putin. So when he's backed into a corner and acting irrationally, and he has access to nuclear arms, that's where I get worried. Well, I don't think it's going to get nuclear. Um, I think. Is that, that right, Chris? What's that? I I don't think they're going. I don't think they're going to invade. <laughs> I don't think that they want that's to. That's me. That's the country. Chris. That doesn't want them. I think that's I, a. I, uh, oops. 
uh, object lesson in humility, Eddie. That's all. To, uh, That's all. I was just yeah. saying, uh, Jason didn't but, think they were going to invade. Now you're on record saying it's not going to get nuclear. So when we're all in a nuclear holocaust oh wasteland, yeah. I'm going to play Look, that clip. If it goes nuclear, though, that'll never come back to me, though. So I, I can I'll, say whatever I'll, I want. Nobody's going to hold me to account. I'll find a way with Putin. 17 eyes to play that clip over the air. <laughs> no, but... Uh, uh, yeah, this becoming a nuclear situation, although not impossible, is uh, still, you know, a very, very small chance. Um, NATO NATO's not directly involved militarily, and uh, yeah, I think Putin, it is advantageous for Putin to seem crazier than he is like i think that's part of the strategy is to make himself seem like this really dangerous guy who could be like don't push me you don't know what i'm capable of of kind of thing yeah you know i i think it is a more of a calculated position than necessarily you know vladimir putin's losing his marbles well, there's reports uh, coming out that he may have suffered a stroke and he is a people around him are saying that he is suffering from some neurological disorders as a result of that. Um, Where's this coming from? I haven't read anything about this. I've, it's been on. I've seen it on CNN over and over like like many times. That's right. That's my source of CNN. Were there sources? Who knows? Anderson Cooper. Right. right. You know, I have sources in Kremlin in the Kremlin. Yes. What are your sources <laughs> oh, well. saying? Wow. Um they're making me they're leading me to believe that <laughs> he is going through um he's undiagnosed syphilis that's uh attacking him neurologically at this point. Okay. That's what that's what my sources are saying. So Well, hmm, him and Trump maybe. are in the same club then, if that's the case. Right. Maybe I I, I think he, maybe he got it from Trump. I don't know. Well, you know, that's a reach. That's those, a reach. Those, those My two did not were, tell me that. They were exchanging sexual favors for sure when uh, Trump was in office. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. What if that yeah. P tape was Putin peeing in Trump's mouth and not two ladies? Right. That's Very why it never came out. So as far as the disinformation warfare, Jason, you're not keeping us on track. Uh, where are we with it? <laughs> I'm not keeping us on track. <laughs> Yeah, I've, you're not you're not bringing us back because I don't I don't know. Um, like I said, I had internet issues at the start of the show, so I'm thrown into this. This never happens to Rachel Maddow. She doesn't have to worry about her her Wi-Fi cutting out. She and just then, reads the teleprompter. Right. I don't have a, I, we don't have teleprompters to read. So sorry, I'm relying on you way more than uh, is fair. I apologize. Well, one of the, the one of the disinformations that Russia uh, is uh, trying to use is they are telling um, they're trying to uh, share posts that uh, other Ukrainian forces are surrendering to try to have you know soldier the Ukrainian soldiers surrender. Um, they're also threatening their families' lives. Mm. Um, it's just. But uh, the Ukraine again, Ukrainian uh, government is uh, combating all this. This was like one of their first uh, steps was, you know, trying to. They knew that that this battlefront was going to be both, you know, 
physical as well as online, right? Online information and, and getting the real information out there. So um, they're, they're debunking everything that uh, Russia is trying to throw at them right now, mm-hmm. which is, you know, kind of what modern warfare is at this point. Don't you guys agree? I don't know. It's, uh, you know, we can talk about how, you know, modern warfare is different from like warfare historically, but, uh, you know, the way this is playing out with, with tanks and occupations and Molotov cocktails, like, I don't know. I think maybe we collectively as a society overestimate the way war has changed when at the end of the day, you know, it until we have found like, I don't know, a replacement for like rifles, like until those become like laser guns or something, I think, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's still bombs and bullets. That's really what war is. Yeah. yeah. I think I think you have to look at like the momentum though. Like, yes, uh, Russia is, you know, steadily invi- you know, going to breach the capital at some point. But the fact that Ukrainian army is and the people in general are fighting them off and, and the momentum to me from what I've seen is totally on the Ukraine Ukrainian uh, side, right? The momentum of the entire mm-hmm. war is on their side. And I think that the global support is helping them. Chris is uh, has a weird face. He, he's not agreeing with that. I'm not agreeing with that. No, I think because I think this is another instance where we overestimate like like Ukraine's a big country like and the Ukrainian army wasn't just going to roll over. This is always going to be a bloody fight, but like we learned in class how like Germany, like their blitzkrieg with Poland and France, like even those took a couple of weeks. Like I think because the government in Kiev and the Ukrainian army has a completely imploded in 48 hours. We're like, Oh, Hey, maybe it's not so bad, but, uh, you know, if Putin decides to keep pressing this assault and isn't mindful of, of, uh, Russian casualties, however many Russian soldiers it takes to make that happen for him. If he's committed to conquering Ukraine, I think, at least as far as an invasion goes, he'll be successful. Now it's one thing to to conquer, and it's another thing to to hold. I don't think uh, you know. It's not to say that Ukraine is definitely Putin's, but uh, I think that uh, there'll be a large Russian occupying force in Ukraine uh, before this thing is done. Now, I, I didn't say, I know that, I think, my opinion is Russia, the Russian army will eventually take Kiev, but I think the longer the uh, Ukrainians fight off, I think the longer, you know, the more momentum that the, the, the citizens of Ukraine will have, and it'll be even that much harder to hold Ukraine and put in a puppet government, which is the ultimate goal of Putin. Yeah. I, I, I think I, as Russia as Russia moves in, 
you know, they were told all these lies from Putin and his generals, right? Like, right. We're, we're going to be a liber, we're liberating the country from these Nazis. Yeah. Essentially is what he's saying. And the fact that they are, uh, uh, for, uh, coming in front of, you know, such stiff resistance is probably throwing them off a little bit at this time. Yeah. Yeah. They might yeah. Take, I can, might I can agree with all that. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Russian troops have been lost. Last I saw it was around 4,000 or so. And that's, that's enormous. Uh, America lost 3,000 on D Day. And Russia is looking at 4,000 something. Uh, so the Ukrainians are putting up a hell of a fight. The Russian military, from all accounts, uh, very unorganized. Their equipment isn't working properly in a lot of cases, and uh, they're not looking very good out there. So that's absolutely- yeah, logistics. Yeah, they're they're running out of gas. Their tanks are running out of gas. There's a viral video of a a, a motorist, a Ukrainian motorist, offering to tow a tank crew back to Russia after they ran out of gas. <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't see that, but I, I read the line. Yeah. How about did you guys see I the just, one with the submarine? Like, uh, what's that? There's a viral video with a, a submarine or a boat rather that is out of fuel. And uh, this boat is trying to get refueled by uh, a Georgian ship and it gets turned down. Oh yeah, yep. Um, and I have it here. I don't know. It's like taking forever to load. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Um, and and this and they say this. Uh, uh, let me pause it for a second. They say, uh, "Hey, let me try to find the transcript." It's a little bit hard to to understand, but like, so this uh, this this Georgian maintenance ship says, "Are you Russian?" And then the Russian uh, ship says, "Yes." The Georgian says, "We." Re- we refuse your we refuse your refueling, and basically it ends with the uh, Georgian ship saying Russian ship go fuck yourself. But you can kind of hear what's going on here. Uh, let me back it up and play. Where's the play? Uh, it looks like the Russian. Uh, are you from Russia? Yeah, so it's obviously in Russian, but they they tell this Russian ship you're at you're running you're out of fuel you're running on fumes well then you can row yourselves you fucking invaders that's what they say so there's that there's also another video it's it's all in um, Russian or Ukrainian so it's it's not worth us or you know it wouldn't be we shouldn't play it on the air but there was a woman that was telling soldier uh, Russian soldiers to put seeds in their pockets. So at least sunflowers will grow when you all die here. <laughs> oh my God. So like, that's what Russian forces are interacting with the population. Like, I mean, that's pretty awesome, right? Like that's a lady I wouldn't want to fuck with. Right. Like, yeah. okay, miss, I'm going to go away now. Right. There's nothing more satisfying than a badass grandma. 
Right? Oh, man. Yes. <clears throat> well, uh, to wrap up the Dirty Deets, any final thoughts, Jason, or things that you wanted to make sure we touch on there? Well, I do want to say that there's a number of different um, organizations and businesses that are um, kind of blocking Russia or, you know, uh, supporting Ukraine in some way, Twitter, YouTube, um, they're demonetizing um, Russian channels um, where they can't make money. Mm-hmm. Um, there's oil companies that are uh, divesting from uh, Russian oligarchs. They're kicking them out. BP is going to lose like $14 billion wow. as they step away from working with anyone official with uh, any Russian officials or businesses. I mean, it's um, it's kind of crazy to see like all these other companies like and that's going to affect the Russian economy even more, more over than that, you know, than what the sanctions are already doing. So right. the the pain that the Russian people are going to feel is going to be pretty crazy, and I think we're all going to feel a little bit of pain here soon. So, yes, yes. Well, well, uh, we're in the middle of this conflict and I really can't wait for it to be over because um, it's been very stressful and hard to watch and it's uh, sad and it's there's no need for all this pointless suffering. It's really just stupid. So, Well, uh, this episode is brought to you by Ritual. We all deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies, especially when it comes to, to multivitamins. Do you guys know what you're putting in your bodies? On a daily basis, what kind of things are you putting in your bodies? At present, I'm putting in wine, but uh, yeah, well, yeah, you know, I, I definitely, I think that's one example of a way that I can be healthier. Well, if so. you have your wine with some ritual multivitamins, that couldn't hurt, right? I don't think that they recommend that or they tell people to do that, but I don't know why that would uh, be a bad thing. Yeah. It's better than uh, wine and no no vitamins, I, right? Probably. I'm no doctor. We're no doctors here. You're not getting all your vitamins from the wine. No, yeah. that's true. Absolutely. And you don't you get all get your from mi- somewhere. Yeah, and you don't get all your vitamins from just a, a regular daily diet. And that's why I decided to try these ritual vitamins. You How know? you feeling? Great, Chris. I can scale buildings. I. I can probably run up the side of a wall right now, but I'm not going to do it because I'm busy right now with the show. Right. Otherwise, I would. So, you know, uh, I, I would imagine most superheroes, this is what they don't show you in those those movies, is that they're probably all on multivitamins, right? Yeah. You have to, you have to think because there's no way you could be doing that stuff when you're a little sluggish and not feeling 100%. So right. a, a multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms your body can actually use, actually use to help fill gaps in your diet. And Ritual's delayed release capsule design delivers high quality nutrients. Delayed release, delayed. I like that. So it's not like you're getting a vitamin rush all at once. You get the slow release throughout the day, so you're uh, you're you're getting the the benefit gradually and throughout the day instead of getting that that vitamin rush all at once and then you punch a hole through the wall and then your vitamin rushes over and you don't know what to do with yourself the rest of the day and you're tired patching the hole in the wall before your wife gets home these are all compelling points this (laughs) i i didn't want to throw you under the bus chris but i know this happened to you when you took a ritual vitamin uh, a few weeks ago you punched a hole in the wall 
but well, you had the energy throughout the whole day to, to patch the wall because of that delayed yeah. release capsule. Yeah. You know what also I like about Ritual What's uh, vitamins is it doesn't have a weird taste to it. Yeah. Some of those vitamins are a little bit weird. It's like taking a piece of chalk and grinding yeah. it up and then nobody I likes always that. Like burp. Like uh, mo- like other multivitamins, like I when I burp in the like yeah. later on in the day, I, like I can taste it and it's gross. I, like I took that like six hours ago. Why am I tasting the multivitamin with yeah. ritual? I don't have that. Right. And what's great is that these are delivered to your door every month with free shipping, and that's one of those things in the grocery store I always forget. It never makes my grocery list. Multivitamin, I always forget, but you don't have to worry about it with ritual. Key nutrients without the BS. And we are offering you 10% off for listening to its news to us for your first three months. Go to ritual.com slash news to us. That's ritual. R I T U A L.com slash news to us and start your ritual today. You should have started yesterday, but today will work. We'll be right back with more on its news to us. It's news to us live on Adobe radio. Follow it's news to us on Twitter. Our Twitter has been blowing up during this whole crisis with Ukraine. uh, And uh, mostly because the whole world is uniting for Ukraine and on Ukraine's behalf and rallying with Ukraine. And um, it's been really cool to see everybody's being like, yeah, Ukraine. Is anybody so Belarus, the only country that uh, is on Russia's side at this point. I think it's pronounced Belarus. Belarus That's correct. Belarus, <clears throat> whatever. Belarus, Belarus. I, ca- yeah, I say we Bel- got it though. We got tomato, it. Tomato, tomato. Really? Yeah. I think even, you know, I, I don't know where China is on this. They're being kind of quiet. Even they're, even they're, they're kind of backing off Putin's side. Seemed like they were getting kind of chummy and then things got ugly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, even Switzerland has come out and and said that what Russia is doing is uh, wrong, and they're taking action against uh, uh, Russia and the oligarchs. And I mean, Switzerland's supposed to be neutral, right? right. Always is. Yeah, it's, it's quite it's the pretty, accomplishment uh, when you can get Switzerland to take a side. That's yeah, pretty wild. That's what I'm saying. The momentum right now is on the Ukrainian side, right? Like, yeah. I well, think that that's one thing that Putin didn't uh he didn't take into consideration like have you is the worldwide you know support for Ukraine essentially even, even his own people want nothing to do with this the guy has really backed himself into a corner yeah so is this I, the I think it is was this a calculation he did not make is this the end for Putin do you guys think because how does he recover from this Russia is in economic be. turmoil his people are turning against him Do you think he's going to be deposed in some way or another? I don't know. We'll see. I'm skeptical. He's really, he's been in power for like 22 years now. Right. Well, there, I think there was like a four year gap in there where, uh, uh, he was prime minister, but, uh, yeah, he's slowly been chipping away at, at, uh, the constitutional protections and freedom of the press and all that and consolidating his own power year after year after year. And, uh, he's, he's in a pretty, pretty secure space. Like there's still ways for, 
his people. Well, what about the oligarchs that are, are the, all their assets are being frozen and they're being limited. Putin's assets are being frozen. Like there's sanctions against Putin himself now. Well, the oligarchs are scared of Putin. I read somewhere in passing. It'll be the uh, people. It won't be the oligarchs. It's going to be the people, the people that feel the pain when they can't buy food. And, you know, they're losing their jobs. Like they closed their stock market today because their economy is going uh, down. Right. Their ruble is down against the dollar. Like I think the people, when they get pushed too far, even if you have control over all of this, if you have more, you know, more people fighting against it, uh, I don't know. It could be the, it could be beginning of the end. It could be the beginning of the end. His hmm. people do love him, but, uh, the love for him It'll waver, has stemmed right? from the stability that he brought to the country and the uh and the economic uh relative economic prosperity. So yeah, maybe if that evaporates, they will have a change of heart. And I think it is. I think uh, as with these sanctions take effect that uh, the US and NATO and our allies have uh imposed onto Russia and you know their businesses and banks. Um I it might take a few months, but you know, are, are, do you think the? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it'll be a lot harder than the, he he realized. Do you guys think that maybe the reason why Putin is uh, so beloved is because of his youthful looks? The guy doesn't look a day over seventy, and uh, he I mean, he is seventy. He is seventy. He he got. Uh, I, I swear to God, this, this guy got Botox. Probably. Look at this. I'm going to bring up a photo here. So here's a Putin now is looking a little bit uh, puffy and strange. Wait, before and after what was before? When was that? 2010 before is 2010. And then this other photo is a few years earlier. Uh, He looks is he, he looks like he's gotten injected with a lot of Botox This Putin. I don't think that's Putin. I think the before <laughs> picture wasn't Putin. No, that's Putin. That was Putin. No okay, here's before. Was, yeah. Here's before Botox no. right here. Here's another uh and then here's after Botox. Uh, I don't know if you guys are there it is. Now look at look at his face. I still I see some lines on him. Look at but he's puffy. I see some lines on the forehead. That's not what Botox does. You don't go in and be like let me I'm get not puffy. feeling puffy enough. Give me some Botox. So you guys don't think you got Botox? Because I do. I think he's been injected with everything under the sun. I think that the angles were different. Like he's probably like this. Uh, he's put on a little bit of weight. He's, Explain this yeah, one. Definitely that, 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 that picture. Look at the cheekbone. The before picture, he looks a little unhealthy. He looks like he's had a like a um like a Michael Jackson type thing going on. Look at his cheekbones. Like, yeah, like some, this guy's been um, doing cosmetic surgery. Facelift. Maybe. Yeah. Might be a facelift. Yeah. He almost looks like Melania Trump in the after photo around the eyes. (laughs) His eyes are really close together in that after photo. He goes in and goes, my eyes are too far apart. (laughs) Put him really close in. That's the look. Right. Does it look at the bridge of his nose? It looks a little wider on the after. Yeah, he said, I I want. Well, Well, maybe he's getting fat in the nose. 
Well, I think when he demanded that, that his eyes be closer together, like we can't do that, uh, but we can make your uh, nose bridge larger. So it's an optical illusion and your eyes do appear to be closer together that way. Yeah, we can yeah, also maybe make so. you look like you're squinting more. <laughs> you know, I, I yeah, always I, think, uh, yeah. I always wished I had closer together eyes ever since uh, first uh-huh. long as I can remember. When would he have had that cosmetic surgery, though? Like, that what, takes it, you out for a couple days. Well, who cares? The guy, uh, are you keeping No, I tabs feel like it him? would have been in the news. Like, where's Vladimir Putin? Vladimir I, Putin hasn't been in scene in a couple days. I mean, he's he's he hasn't been really like out in public a lot during COVID. Like, yeah, reports are saying that sure. he he hasn't really been in the uh, Moscow. Like, he either uh, stays at his house outside of Moscow or stays in Sochi. Like, he's he stays away from people. Like, he took COVID seriously. Yeah, yeah, and maybe during that time he was just uh, injecting his face with Botox and getting cosmetic surgery for the last two years. I mean, that's what he's been eating bomb bombs. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it is getting very strange if you're on social media, especially when you come across people who are in the Ukraine who are or Ukraine. It's, it's Ukraine, right? Because you say the Ukraine. That's what I saw on a Twitter comment. I don't know if it's true or not, but if you say the Ukraine, you're implying that it's an offshoot of Russia. But if you say Ukraine, then it's its own country. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's a Reddit it makes sense. It follows. So I can see that. So, anyways, so there's uh, when he, social media is very interesting right now because a lot of people in Ukraine are posting on their accounts, and uh, they're obviously in a very strange situation with the war going on. One young lady, she discovered an abandoned tank, and she learned how to use this abandoned tank, and she made a TikTok video. And put it out for everybody in the Ukraine. In case you happen to come across an abandoned tank, here's what you should do. Oh so if you guys could kind of explain what's happening for our listeners, but she just got into the tank and she's like, uh, you know, like uh, flipping some switches. Pushing buttons and flipping switches. Pulling out a lever. <laughs> Pushing it out. She found the ignition button. Flipping it four switches. Blew dust off the wheel. Steered wheel. Found the clutch. I love, how, I love how her shift. foot barely uh, reaches the clutch. <laughs> like she's like, yeah. oh, it, you know, uh, I see this, and is this real? This is real. She is this in is a tank, real. bro. She is in a tank for sure. Is that a Russian tank? Oh. Or is that stage? Is that a Ukrainian tank? You don't think that's real, Jason? Now, what, come on, these people, are, these people are under siege. It's not a Russian tank. Have a little bit of mercy. It? It's not. It's not technically a tank. I think it's like an armored personnel carrier. What do you think? They just abandoned like a, a perfectly uh, running vehicle? No. Um, what, where do you learn to drive yes, that? Like, yes, they would. Did you see the sequences of buttons and switches she had to do? 
Do you Google the owner's manual for a armor well, personnel right. carrier? J- Jason, you, you can well, probably I, these days. It's probably somewhere. Jason said nah, do, that J- was stayed. Jason said, "Do you think they would abandon a perfectly a perfectly useful vehicle?" And yes, absolutely, they would. Here's another video of a Ukrainian farmer hey. finding a tank. Yeah, so that was a uh, video of a of a tank being pulled by a tractor. So yes, these these vehicles, these military that vehicles, tank wasn't are being useful. Was it? They're being abandoned, though. These th- there's. I'm saying. So why are you being so contrarian here? Can you just accept that these people are finding military vehicle? <laughs> why is that so hard to uh, believe? I don't understand. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Everything on the internet is real. Believe, trust all. Okay. Nothing anywhere is ever real. Believe nothing right. except what your master QAnon says. Right. Okay. We'll be right back on its news to us. And um, can I say one thing? Yes. Before we have the break, go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Because I was having a hard time finding the button, so you're giving me a chance. Right. Well, there is something about like a certain strain of Eastern European woman that is very pretty. That that's controversial, sir. That's very controversial. It's news to us. IW Radio. Okay. We're back here uh, on IW Radio. It's news to us. Yeah, I'm still still adjusting my lighting, Welcome. trying to get my my light right in the on the camera. But whatever, who cares? It'll get there eventually. Um. All right. So so a little bit ago, yes. Well, I was just gonna say something. Um, you know, everyone knows how. Um, well, if you don't know now, you know Katie really. You know, her favorite alcohol drink is vodka. Right. And uh, earlier, I was like. This is for Ukraine, and I acted like I dumped it down the sink all over a bottle of vodka. It's funny you say that because, you know, people should stop ordering Moscow mules. They should stop immediately. No more Moscow mules, no more Russian vodka. In fact, this is a tweet that we put up earlier in the week. It says on its news to us on Twitter, if you're enjoying a spirit or two this weekend, have a Mirapol mule instead of a Moscow mule. What's that? It's the same thing, but it's a town in uh, Ukraine versus Russia. So mm. you, you use you use Ukrainian vodka instead of Russian vodka. Mix it with a little bit of ginger beer and some bitters and a little bit of lime, some ice cubes. There you go. There Have you go. There. And it's actually Justin Diamond needs to get a tin cup though. What's that? I said Justin Diamond has to get a copper cup, though. He's just having it in a glass. Who's Justin? Di- oh, the guy that tweeted that. Yeah, he's Justin Diamond. Okay. Is he? I, uh, I thought. Isn't that the? Isn't that Screech? Yeah. Screech? No, that's no, Dustin Screech, Diamond. Is Screech there any? Oh, that's okay. Uh, Dustin Diamond. See the last name Diamond, and I'm thinking. Screech. No, 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 Screech yeah. died. Screech died like a yes, year ago. Dustin oh, Diamond. right, Screech he did die, dead. didn't he? Um, but and there's, but there are other. Jason, some other, uh, some actual bars and drinking establishments are right there with you. This is what one bar is doing in protest. 
In protest of Russia's invasion, Pine Tavern in downtown Bend poured out all of its Russian vodka. This is in Oregon, Bend, Oregon, I believe. The tavern had been cutting down on its inventory. The restaurant's owner, Bill McCormick, tells News Channel 21 dumping out all the Russian vodka will cost him about a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> is acting as though it's 1939 and going into Europe. By the way, is this guy wasted or what? I think he's just old and no, he's just old, crotchety right? looking. The full force that they have in the in the Ukraine. I'm so concerned about it metastasizing into other countries that are some of them are NATO countries. And should they go into a NATO country, we and other NATO nations are obligated to jump in and defend them, which could be a major war between two nuclear powers. <laughs> they give this guy way too much time on, on this news story, but he's he's dumping out the, the vodka. He makes good points. Yeah, he does. McCormick says he will instead support vodka. <laughs> I love that. Is he I love that. Get into the gutter? <laughs> I don't think that uh, you're supposed to do that, though. Yeah, the fish are going to get hammered off yeah. that as it runs yeah. into the stream. Oh, poor fish. A made in Oregon. You think, um, you know, unintended consequence of, uh, of this invasion is unifying the American population? Because it seems like overwhelmingly. American citizens are supporting Ukraine, and uh, what, 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 what about uh, know, Donald Trump? But he doesn't support this. He is actually yeah, Vladimir Zelensky is very brave. He's very brave. What? Yesterday, reporters asked me if I thought President Putin was smart. I said, "Of course he's smart." To which I was greeted with, "Oh, that's such a terrible thing to say." Right. Chris was like pretty much on. He was just kind of messing around. But uh, Trump did say this just a few days ago. He was talking about uh, how well, great we knew that, but Putin is. Yes. Well, I'm just like saying, like, I think. Yes, he- oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. What are you saying? Go ahead. It's fine. No, no, go. <laughs> Smart. The NATO nations and indeed the world as he looks over what's happening strategically with no repercussions or threats whatsoever, they're not so smart. They're looking the opposite of smart. If you take over Ukraine, we're going to... I can't stand this guy. He doesn't say anything. Basically, he's he's saying like, oh, NATO's the opposite of smart. They are dumb. Putin, smart. NATO, dumb. yeah, thank God he's not president right now during all oh this. My oh, my God. God. He'd be sending in U.S. I would troops. Be to, dire, I would have to wear diapers. I'd be so fucking scared right would now. Would you wear the Trump brand diaper that he uses, or would you wear a different brand? Different brand. <laughs> Going to sanction you, they say. Sanction? Well, that's a pretty weak statement. Putin is saying, oh, they're going to sanction me. They sanctioned me for the last 25 years. You mean I can take over a whole country and they're going to sanction me? You mean they're not going to blow us to pieces, at least psychologically? What? The problem is not that Putin is smart, which, of course, he's smart. But the real problem is that our leaders are dumb. Dumb. 
We're dumb for hearing that. God, what a Putin smart, NATO dumb. That's my big my big point that I spent so much time on. What is with this guy? Uh, FM, FM, FM in the yeah. He's just he's horrible. Majority of Americans are still supporting Ukraine and uh, <sighs> yeah, don't agree with anything that's happening that Russia's doing. Like, I think I think uh, you know around the world, like we haven't seen this type of support since uh, September 11th. Uh, to be honest, right. And say so you want to support Ukraine, what should you do exactly? Well, there is a celebrity that went on social media to talk about this and um, said that there's a right way to go about it and a bad way to go about it. She's apparently on the show Sherlock. Her name is Amanda Abington. And this is her message to other celebrities that are doing posts about Ukraine that are poems or songs. I know that Will Ferrell and a few other celebrities came together and did a uh, We Are the World virtual singing thing and uh she's saying no. all right can we issue a moratorium on celebrities singing we are the world or we are the children or we are anything for any reason ever i think that you would agree with her then that's it's uh back yeah i think you would agree with her point here from around the world if you're thinking of posting any kind of poetry sonnet shakespeare text uh, it was cut off a little bit at the beginning, but she's addressing this to celebrities around the world. Celebrities around the world, she says. ...from around the world. If you're thinking of posting any kind of poetry, sonnet, Shakespeare text, or wind beneath my wings, some different keys, and then mashed together in some hideous montage in order to help the people of Ukraine, please don't. It doesn't serve anyone. It just makes you look like a dick. What you could do are two things. Either shut the fuck up and don't do anything, or you could donate some money to the Ukraine people and make sure that they're getting enough supplies and food and being looked after. They're the two things you should do. The poetry, sonnets, and Shakespeare is something you should steer very clear of. So, to recap, no poetry, no sonnets, no singing ridiculous songs. Just be quiet and shut the fuck up. Thank you. All right. I don't know. You could post your Shakespeare, probably, I guess. That's fine. Uh, well, that's because you have Shakespeare you want to post. That's the only reason why you say that. No, I got no Shakespeare. You don't have Shakespearean uh, writings? No, in my pocket for this situation? No, I don't. Oh, really? I yeah. thought that was one of your life's works. No. What have I ever done that? What are you even talking about? I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass right now. All right. Uh, well, um, if you're a celebrity, stop turning you're the war. You're just booting it out there. Oh, geez. <laughs> stop turning the war into, into content. A lot of people are saying if you're a celebrity, stop it. Chris says stop putting it out there. And uh, all right. That's all the time we have this week. Any final words before... Nuclear holocaust. Anything you want to say, put it out there. Yeah. I hope Chris is right. <laughs> as far as what? Yeah, me too. No, oh yeah, me, me too. too. Me too. Well, one final thought before we go. Would you guys rather die immediately vaporized or be living in a post-apocalyptic world after a nuclear holocaust where you might have a chance to rebuild society? 
immediately vaporized. I didn't even have to have I'll give I'll I, give the post apocalyptic world a shot. You will. Why, Chris? Yeah. Be because uh Yeah, I don't know. I I think I could be such a pessimist and such a cynic. And uh yeah, I don't know. I just feel like uh Yeah, right now is not a time where we should just be like, oh, no, uh, just I want to go quickly. Like I don't know. It just feels like a time to be like I'll stand up and and fight back through through the apocalypse. Surviving. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Eddie? Um, I've been thinking about this nonstop for on and off, and for a while I was with Chris, and I thought, okay, if I knew that a nuclear weapon was heading toward where I live in the major city area, I would leave and then, but then what? I go there with my, my little dog that people are going to want to eat and uh, they won't want to eat them. Just your dog oh. got you. You wouldn't swing He's by and pick up There's your no, parents. No, I was There's no food on him. There's no I was, thinking, I was thinking like uh, I would do this as a preemptive measure, almost like a uh, a doomsday prepper. So if I thought that there was going to be a a missile launched at us. I'd probably go right now. Actually, I'd probably like go north of uh, Denver to Fort Collins or Cheyenne North. Yes, that's interesting. I would go toward um, Canada. Just you got to head toward the mountains, man. No, because be- I, I feel like NORAD's going to be taken out. So they're going to be launching a missile at. Uh, yeah, but still, that's like 60 miles south. If you get far enough up in the mountains, you have a natural barrier. Barrier, and yeah, I like, agree. Mm, I okay, but here's the problem with the mountains. Go to the to, mountains. Here's the yeah. problem with the mountains. This is why you need to be vaporized, Eddie. This well, I know exactly. But here's here's the problem with the mountains. I know it'll protect me. The plains. No, no, no. The problem with the mountains is okay. The post-apocalyptic society that we're living in, mountain people are scary. Okay, I'm gonna have to no, deal with those scary. people. <laughs> with their they were like scary like. 40 years ago. Now it's all like now. What am I going to what am I going to do over there? Like like summer in mm. Telluride. These are all like this is like it's like second San Francisco up Yeah, there. I don't I don't want that. So I'd rather like start moving way up towards civilization. I go west, there's nothing though. I'm thinking about the final destination which is going to be Canada because west where am I going? Do a wasteland. Okay, here's why. I go west. Canada's going to be a wasteland. Everything's going to be a wasteland, no. Eddie. My my thought. Yeah. Okay, my my main point is I don't think uh, can, nobody's paying attention to Canada right now. If there's a nuclear fallout, missiles are launched. Nobody's aiming at Canada. Nobody gives a shit about Canada. So if I go up there, you're under a complete misapprehension, sir. You, pretty sure Canada's a NATO ally. Is? Yeah, but uh, this. My my thought is they would probably be lower on the list than Los Angeles or the Nevada desert or or, or like uh, not Nevada desert like Las Vegas or where am I going? That's west. That's safe. Nowhere safe. The mountains. Yeah, the mountains themselves, not beyond the mountains. Okay, but then the, gonna the, the atmosphere is going in to like kill me sick. anyways. The go atmosphere. find an abandoned cave. Yeah, mines, man. Yeah, go yeah, find an abandoned cave with a bear. That sounds great. Eat it. Yeah. Don't get in the, it. It's don't go to- in the the bear caves. You go in the mines. Now I I I, I want to go to Canada, 
if this happens. Everything's going to be decimated. If there's if it yeah. goes that far, there's nowhere. Well, no Putin far. has okay. 6,000 ICBMs. Yes, I know. But but the, the so I, this is where my thought process was. Here's where. Now, where is it? Yeah, I just want to die. I just want to die. <laughs> just, just end it quick. Yeah. So this is why Chris still wants to fight and survive. I I went through all these ser- these uh, different scenarios. I decided that just vaporize me. All right. Well, let me give you another scenario, Eddie. Okay. You do live pretty close to downtown, so vaporization decent chance for you, but uh, let's say for whatever reason that missile lands east or west. Right. There's a chance that you might just burn in agony from the... Exactly. Uh, yeah. I thought of that too. I thought... Yeah. So I've looked at where the military bases are close to me. Oh my god. And um, <laughs> I fuck? should most likely vaporize, Chris, but in the event where I do not vaporize instantly and I burn to death or like I'm disfigured and have to walk around with my eyeballs hanging out. Uh, have you been having like Sarah Connor nightmares like in Terminator 2? I have actually. Are you like at a chain link fence yelling at yes. just, like uh, yelling at uh, yelling at your dog in the dog park like get out <laughs> <laughs> Yes I have actually. Yes Chris you're actually describing it I've been feeling lately. Hey. It's been very uh, oh. apocalyptic. And, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, to hear that's that. not a good place to be. No, no. I've been going down this rabbit hole of. Uh, yeah, get out of the rabbit yeah, hole, man. Get out. You, got, you can't be in that. All right. Well. Uh, anyways, nobody should be in there. Get out of there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, we'll see you next time.